Hi, this is Russ Klisch from Lakefront Brewery listening to the Tap Takeover podcast. Cheers. You've stumbled on into the Tap Takeover podcast. Welcome back to the Tap Takeover Podcast. We are here two weeks removed from Black Friday. You guys listening right now are only a few days away. We are at Lakefront Brewery, sitting with Russ. He's going to give us a little bit of the lowdown of what's coming up at the event, a little sneak preview of this year's Black Friday, and as well as the see a triple X over there, so that's good. So before we get started, let's go around the horn, put names to the voices. I am Jesus. Andy here. Hi, Russ from Lakefront. And Alex. Before we get started, let's talk about the preparation. We were talking earlier, right now we're two, three weeks away from the event, but preparation started, when did it start? and what are you guys doing kind of leading up to it? We um, brewed the beer like last January, February. We brewed a couple of different batches to get it, to put it in the barrels, just let them sit properly. So one is you have to prepare for the beer. Actually, the beer currently is in our cellar tanks. We just took it out of the wood barrels. I think tomorrow they're going to send it on over to the bright tanks and Thursday they'll be bottling it. So I have a couple samples here out of the cellar tank so it's not carbonated but it uh, should be still should be very tasty. For the event itself, one big difference this year compared to the other years, we're going to have the food truck. I think it's going to be starting at least by around 4 or 5 in the morning serving food here at the brewery. So we should uh, have anything, uh, anybody who gets hungry, always some, some nice food that they can eat out there. Well, it always seems like Black Friday gets bigger and bigger here at Lakefront every year. What time do you suggest people to get out here this year? Last year you had a, just a ton of people. What time do you think people should get here? Uh, if they want to get the triple X. Can't quote me on this one, the, the goal, but I think anybody who came here by 7 last year got the triple X, is what I, I believe is what happened. Got one bottle for everybody. So I think that's about what it was. But it, it's weather dependent. You know, of course, not as nice weather, not as many people show up. If it's going to be 60 that day, you're going to see a, a ton of people on out. And it depends, you know, how, how much they want to get away from their relatives you know, the night before. <laughs> you know, let's get out of the house. And, we're we're and, all guilty of that. Yeah. <laughs> compared to last year, how many bottles of X last year compared to this year? Should be about the same. We're going to be trying to do 1,000. That doesn't mean that. We get a, we get a thousand. It might be eight hundred, might be seven hundred, or, or something on that sort. But it should be I think uh, around that that number. You never know. The machine might break down, and you spill a bunch. And so we haven't bottled it yet. But that's that's about what we're shooting for. About I think about eight hundred or so. Well, I got to say, I'm uh, really excited about the food truck this year. It's always a fun experience coming out super early. We're usually out there about three in the morning. You know, if you want to come say hi to us, we're bundled up <laughs> as everybody is wearing our uh-huh. boots. But it's always nice getting a, a nice little warm breakfast, and uh, you guys got some nice swag out there some uh, some scarves and warm hats if you forgot to bring yours can you talk to our listeners a little bit about that the, the stuff that you guys offer besides just the uh, the black friday on black friday yeah we will have uh, i know uh, scarves i know we got t-shirts for sure and i forgot you got hats i think that's what we've got hats or scarves one of the two we got some warm weather stuff are you got blankets that's what they did they ordered blankets this year <laughs> nice. Black no Friday blankets, <laughs> and uh, I think it's kind of a lighter blanket, but still, it should be should be fun. Um, I'm guessing you're going to sell sell out of that one. That's going to yeah, be fun. Yeah, hopefully, I'll be those, those will be be sold out. We're going to have like I say, coffee out there also. I think um, we have some pastries, uh, the food truck that we should have. We, we try to make it as uh, 
uh, like I say, uh, comfortable for pretty people. We have the uh, porta potties out there, and also uh, let anybody know we don't lock the bottom doors of the brewery. If anybody really wants to get in, use the bathroom here. They don't want to use that. I'm not going to try to get people try using the backyard or something, you know. And, and <laughs> so you can come into the brewery down below and and use the uh, the, the ladies the the uh, the bathrooms up off the tour shop or the. Or for the men right on at the bottom of the stairs. Russ, it's starting to feel like you've become a, a kind of a part of the podcast. Podcast kind of started at a Black Friday event. Uh, you were our very first interview. We really appreciate you joining us again. But also, we, we really want to know, I guess we ask this question pretty much every time that we see you, is there any variation this year on the Black Friday blend and any variation on the, the triple X? See, I went and I printed out the recipes for both of them. And just to make sure, and so I'm assuming this is right, they have one <laughs> change in the specialty malt. Instead of using uh, Dingemann's Munich, they use Dingemann's Aromatic. So it's a little bit different there. That was the, the key. Besides using Honey Malt, Crystal Malt, Dark Crystal Malt, Simpson's Coffee Malt. But oh, that was one. Let's see, we don't have that one. A, a little bit of difference. I guess you got the Coffee Malt, which is interesting. This year, the Honey Malt instead of, no, the, uh, the Aromatic Malt instead of the Munich. So it should be a little bit, little change. We can try both here and see if we can pick that up or not. So the uh, the triple X is that still the previous three years? Or are you going all the way back? My uh, uh, lab guy bailed me up because I forgot to ask that question. But he wrote it on the label of the of the sample. He said I was smart enough to ask him for samples today. <laughs> it was 2015, 2016, and 2017 blends. Okay, so that's where the the three X's come from. Yeah, Always yeah, yeah. That, that, that's it. Yeah, I guess that's right. Uh, so we have three uh, X on, on there, and, and then we have the one from last year, which I think might have went back. I'm not sure if... Uh, I think that was three years as well. Yeah, yeah. three years uh, so of the previous 14, three 15, years. So we 16. have the other previous three years from going there. So. so was there any thought of experimenting with different barrels? Luther put some in rye barrels. So last year, I believe? I think last year, and that's going to come out in a couple more years. Nice. Okay. Uh, and so that won't, won't be this year. Well, I don't know if it's going to be next year, but it might be the year after where you have it sitting there. And we're, we're, we're probably going to continue to experiment with either different recipe or a little bit slightly or different barrels to, uh, to put it in. So there might be more than one triple X coming out in future years. Okay. Breaking news. Yeah, breaking news there. All right, well, I, I think without further ado, let's, uh, yeah, let's, let's get let's into get the get beer. Into them and talk All right, about you want to use uh, which one you want to taste first? This year's, last year's? Yes, yes. Well, yes let's, let's, yes. Do, let's do the regular first, well, this well, year and last year. Maybe let's do yeah, a little side-by-side. Side side. Side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, so what are you guys getting out of the 2018 regular Black Friday? Right off the nose, I'm getting... A whole lot, a whole lot of flavor, and that's without the carbonation. So, so you know it's there. Andy, uh, what are your initial thoughts? Very tasty right out the gate. Smooth, still a lot of the alcohol bite with it from being so fresh. It's big, raisiny to me. It's a viscous. It's just a tasty, tasty beer. That's why it keeps us coming back every year. And Jesus, uh, we're kind of doing a side by side here with the uh, the 2018 and the 2017. Any thoughts on the 2017? How it may. Uh, how the recipe and the flavors may differ a little bit? What I always like about trying the previous years, it's a lot smoother, less that alcohol bite that you were saying, Andy, but I don't get that on this year's. It's a lot smoother, and maybe it's that malt, the extra malt in there that kind of took the edge off. Yeah, no. But it's not boozy. Every time I have the, the new Black Friday, I mean, it's it just comes out hot. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on. It's a big beer. This year's, it's just very complex, everything. I echo you guys. And But last year's is... Uh, 
it's smooth, but it doesn't have the complex. There's something about maybe it's a mental thing because you were saying there's a added malt stuff like that. But I just this is just a little bit extra in this new one. I mean, uncarbonated. That's not going to change the taste profile too much now, would it, Russ? No, it shouldn't. Obviously, you know the carbonation does dance around in your tongue a little bit more. But I, I know this. We do have the coffee malt going into this one. If I if I, if I wouldn't have seen it, I don't, maybe I don't know if I would have pulled it out. But now that I know of I it, I feel like it's a mental thing, right? Because now that's yeah, now like you're thinking of a little roasted flavor, real yeah. coffee in here, and I, I am picking up a little bit of that. And if that makes it smoother or, or blends in well, but also the aromatic compared to Munich, both are good. And that's a, but yeah, I uh, I, I kind of agree with you, Hazes. I'm kind of digging this year's. You know, maybe it's that uh, that year of aging, which uh, I think has done wonders for for last year's. I, this is always a fun beer to experiment with. Throw uh, throw one in your cellar for every one that you drink. See how they age over the years. The base flavor on this uh, this 2018, I, I'm really digging this. I, I think the maybe maybe it's a difference in barrels. Maybe it was a different barrel you know different uh, ingredients change over time but this is a, a fantastic blend that you got going on okay yeah well luther's done a great job i take my hat off to him he's the guy that uh, is the mad scientist behind all these different flavors and goes and does his research and find out what everybody else is doing and now we can improve it and, and give it a little bit of a tweak so kind of stay away i always uh <laughs> i always heard that if you're a great leader you know how to lead follower get the hell out of the way and this i just got the hell out of the way and so i guess i'm a great leader and um by letting him go and do what he, he's doing what i really like about black friday beers and that experimenting of holding one back and aging it i really like aging it one year i always think it takes that edge off i do like last year's now russ what do you think do you think that one extra year is kind of needed? Do you think it comes out too I, hot? I think definitely uh, a year does help. You say it's not as hot. For somehow that alcohol starts blending away, then the question becomes, like, how many years after that does it continue right. or, or go back? I think we tried a couple years back, and it seemed like a couple of those years, kind of the older ones, maybe weren't as, as good as. They still weren't bad, but they weren't as good as the other ones. But it still takes, like, a year or two. I know I got certified seller mark on the side of the, the bottle. And so, you know, we try telling people that there are beers out there that, that do improve with age and, and like like you're saying it does take that a uh, little bit of uh, the hot alcohol off and, and it's not all beers you start deteriorating with that there's several different things that you can look in beer the hop content i mean you can't take an ipa great floral hops and, and age that beer but usually lower hop beers that are you know over eight percent you can get some added taste and flavor by by setting them down and selling them and what is the abv of this year's compared um, to last year well, this oh, year's, this I heard 13, uh, I thought it was 13.8. That was last year's. This one, I know that this one. Oh, actually, last year's is 15.6. So this one's not as, as, um, as, as boozy as, as, as the other one, but I don't know if you really need to have that. But um, Well, that's the reason, I mean, you limited, everyone was one pour per person last year. Yeah. We're going the same route this year? Yeah, same mm-hmm. route. They're going to be two different wristbands everybody's going to be getting. And so one is going to be for your bottle, one's going to be for the tap. So if you get a wristband, don't take it off. We cut it off here when we give you the bottle or the, the tap. Okay. What time is every, are they coming around with the wristbands? They should be in line early. They should be there by 5 o'clock or so or 4 o'clock, and they'll be starting to put them on everybody. We had some confusion last year on the bands, and we didn't get them out on there. But it, I think it helps a lot with people wanting to get out of line, get back in the line, get something to eat, go to the bathroom, not missing their place, not someone all of a sudden saving a place for four or five people and jumping in. Can someone, the general public, that doesn't want to wait in line to purchase bottles just walk in and 
buy some Black Friday on tap? Yeah, we, we do let people to, uh, after a door is open at 8, to come on in. And yeah, I think you could just come on in here and, and get a, a draft of it, or, or you can get in something to eat. And like I say, if somebody's been sitting out there 4 in the morning and a friend wants to come and visit you here and inside the beer hall, they can come in like at 9 o'clock and, and just walk in without buying it or having to stop in line. Business as usual for tours, right, that day? You're still doing that? Uh, I think we start the tours at 1. I think one or two, I forgot, with the website, check the website. But yeah, it's too crazy to try to take people down and, and go around and, and do tours at the same time. So, But you know, usually we don't start tours till 11 anyway, so we're not really missing too much. But overall, that is the busiest day of the year for us, not only from Black Friday, but also from the fish fry that night, where you have no one really wants to cook on Fridays and everybody <laughs> goes like- out. Yeah, it's a, it's a hell of a day to, for business then, right? Yeah, no, it is our <laughs> biggest biggest day of the year. We're going to get into the uh, the triple X in, in just a moment, but uh, I, I wanted to talk about history, the history of Black Friday. I mean, you guys were really on the forefront of these Black Friday, day after Thanksgiving releases. I mean, to the point that you guys were able to trademark the name Black Friday for a beer. Yes. That was a number of years ago. Now everybody seems to have some sort of release on Black Friday, you know, some imperial stout uh, not, was, not saying it, they're uh, like 15 or 16 of them in the milwaukee area last year yeah there? yeah it seemed to be a big weekend yeah. for um for releases which you know in a, in a way is, is is a nod nod to us so I, I take that as a compliment that you know we've been able to get it going and starting and, and it didn't seem to hurt our sales last year if anything it brought more people into town to try to say well this is the release weekend for for specialty beer in, in town and everybody should come here to, to get some so you guys kind of got the ball rolling on that. You've seen it over the years. How big has it gotten now compared to how it started? It, it must have been fairly humble <laughs> that first yeah, year. Yeah, well, I remember our, our, our tour guide, Chris Ranson, she one time came up to me and she said, you know, what we should do is we should have tours at 8 o'clock in the morning on Black Friday. And I'm thinking, gosh, yeah, no, I don't. I don't know if I really want to go there. And he said, yeah, everybody's out shopping, and they want something to do, and they're going to have a tour, and then they'll go back and go to bed. And it's like, okay, well, we put an ad in the Shepherd Express, and we're saying tours, you know, Black Friday tours. And so I gave the first tour, and sure enough, it was like 33 people showed up <laughs> for the 8 o'clock tour. Again, they want to get away from the relatives. Yeah, well, that's what it is. I go downstairs, get my own little star spiel, and I start asking the people, you know, how many people have been shopping? What everybody have been buying? And like, out of those 33 people, zero. Zero had been gone out and shopped. <laughs> and so all of a sudden, it realizes in your head that people just want to get out of the house, and they want to drink, and they want to you know, have something fun to do on, on a Friday. It's the beginning of a long weekend. And I had my, uh, you know, my other sales manager, Chris Johnson, kept on bugging me. we got to have this release day, and the problem was is that we used to do these weddings here on Saturday afternoon, and it was the last thing I wanted was to have a bunch of lines on somebody's wedding day uh, on a Saturday. So I couldn't really figure out a good day to do this. And all of a sudden I'm thinking, well, this, this would be a day because we don't have any weddings going on. It's not a Saturday. We don't have the tours going on. And then I went and Googled Black Friday beer, and there wasn't any and that I found. And, and so it's like, well, let's, let's get this trademarked and let's uh, do a special beer. And that was the next year was the first one. 2012 was the first one. You guys must have put, what, 2,000 people through here last year? It, About it that, insane. yeah. About 2,000. So it's a big line. You know, we snake it around the building and there are a lot. But it's uh, 2,000 grateful people. They all seem fun, and, and they're, it's a good crowd, too. I never really uh, saw anybody get in arguments or anything like that. I've heard about other releases. Everybody's very civil. And, 
I, I think limiting it to uh, to one beer probably helps. You know, oh, yeah. one, one pour for everybody. It, they're, they're, it helps move people in and out of the tap room, so more people can come and join the party. They're, they're sharing enough in line, anyways, right? That's, yeah, that does go on. <laughs> that's true too. I mean, that's one of our favorite parts. Is uh, you know, we get out of the get out of the house, avoid the relatives sometimes, and uh, to, just to be able to share a couple beers with some friends in the parking lot at 3 a.m. It's a fun time, and we uh, definitely encourage you to come on out for this. Let's get into this triple X. My first impressions of this year's are, holy wow, <laughs> this thing is really good. Last year's was fantastic, it, it's really held up over a year, but uh, this year's, I don't know, there's there's something special going on there. Man, I, I just think last year's is so mellow, it is just so smooth, this year's a little hot for me. Really? Yeah, I think it's a, it's a, just a little bit too hot, but yeah, last year's is, uh, is very tasty, and just it's an easy drinking beer. Andy, where do you come down? I think they're both fantastic. The three years of that actually the beer stays in the barrels until you actually dump it and blend it, it's just a phenomenal idea. I mean, it's like almost like it's a cuvee of Black Friday. Yeah, it does pick up more of the the oak vanilla flavors that come on out. You can tell that that's definitely uh, the aging in the barrels does have an effect of the length of time, you know, on the flavor, and you can pick that out a little bit more. If you drink, you know, from the three years or... The, the aged one compared to the, you know, like the eight-month aged one. There's just a lot more complexity there. There, uh, You're getting more char from the barrel, more of that, I don't know, that whiskey, um, vanilla, chocolate, you know, char kind of flavor. I, I'm, I'm a huge fan. I'm just going to come right out and say it. I'm a huge fan of the Black Friday in general. Some years more than others, but uh, always always a big fan of the Black Friday. But the, uh, the Triple X this year, I don't know. If you got some time, Black Friday, and you can get out away from the relatives, Get out early and get in the the first uh, 700 people or so. I, I would do it. You know, one thing I will say about the 2017 Triple X, the extended period of times they were in the, in the barrel lends to it. The, the fresher you drink that, like I had one, I believe, on Christmas, so about a month removed, and it was just, it was actually better than it is now. It drank so good for me oh, right you're, away. You're saying fresher yeah. is better and uh, not so much on the aging with this yeah, one? That's what I. That's the way I looked you at know, it. I actually had one couple months after also and i thought it was like really boozy and i got the kind of same feeling i have of this year's so what i'm gonna do this year is drink last year's and then (laughs) next year i'll drink this year's because i think that that extra year does help it or at least for me Mm -hmm. just to mellow it out russ uh, what do you think uh comparison between the two years with the caveat that the one uncrashed uncarbonated what kind of flavors are you getting and uh, do you have a favorite between the two years well i'm actually getting a little more aroma off of this year's triple x when i had the one that wasn't sitting in the barrels as long it got more of that raisin or aroma i still get some of that in in this year's and not quite as much in the in the last year's right now but i do believe it is a little bit smoother in, in flavor for me from last year's and drinking it as compared to this year's where i do get a little more booziness in there with black friday being this epic event what do you have planned for after black friday to go through the holidays i know in the past we've talked about the possibility of, of doing a gift gift pack of the my turn series is that anything that might ever come to fruition well we're, we're still talking about it like we did last year so that one's not not coming out right now uh, we do have some other beers that are coming out we have the windy out right now which we've taken and and tried to do is take oak chips and, and soak them in bourbon and then put those in the barrel uh, so we have that and it's a it's a doppel, vanilla doppel box that one's currently out then we're going to have um, after that uh, for the my turns Ani e and she's our uh, catering chef uh, in the kitchen she remembers her days uh, back in mexico drinking the hot uh, hot chocolate she had down 
a little cinnamon, a little bit of uh, spice in there. Nice. And so we're going to take that, and we've made a beer. And, and we just brewed it, like, this week, I think Monday. And she was down there, and, and she goes, yeah, it was the flavor I'm looking for. And so it'd be it'd be nice to uh, to have that one. I, I know I don't know if anybody's ever done a, a Mexican hot chocolate like porter or stout. I think I forgot which one we're going to call it out yet. But uh, but that should be nice. And that's going to come out January, I believe. A nice warm you up for the winter months. Yeah, right? good good warmer warmer for that one. So that'll be a nice nice little beer that we have. So we have that one coming out, and you guys are all drinking the hazy IPA. All right? the kids are doing it. So <laughs> all the kids, yeah. It, it's we that tend one. to lean that way, <laughs> a little hazy. So this is your first one, right? It's our first hazy. It's about 5.6% alcohol. I think that's the uh, trademark of, of the hazy is that it is a drinkable IPA that you should have. And flavorful, drinkable. Of course, with the drinking hazies, kind of like drinking unfiltered uh, apple juice, where it has a little more texture in there. So that, that adds a little bit to the to the beverage. So it's it's a good beer to have. Yeah, I got to say, I, I was uh, I was expecting you guys to go hazy a little little sooner. You know, you guys were on the forefront of the, the IPA craze. And you guys have been doing some really interesting things with, uh, with your single hop series uh, just over the past two years. I got to say, uh, you guys hit it out of the park with this hazy. Thank you. It's got the juiciness. It's got the mouthfeel. It's, you know, it's just the right color. It's, it's, uh, it's a damn good hazy, which I would expect no less from a brewery who's been doing the hoppy beers as well as you guys have for as long as you guys have. Yeah, I was happy. Uh, Luther did a great job with this one also. Like I say, it's great flavor. To me, a mark of a good beer is when you can drink two and you still want a third. And I believe any, any IPA or any style of beer you can and i believe like you know that's this beer where you could you could have a couple of them in a bar and like i say with the 5.6 percent alcohol it is going to be something that you could go to an event and, and have a few of and, and enjoy on a with a meal and still be fine all day long Thank yeah and you. still be uh, well yeah. don't do it with know, all day long but you can do it for like a night or, or go there you're gonna, you're gonna have some but it's um but it is it is like i say a good description of the, the style with with the fruitiness all in there and any final thoughts? Uh, I know we've been talking a lot Black Friday, but people are going to hear this a couple of days before. So any last thoughts of the, the event coming up here? Um, just have fun, right? Just have fun. We are going to have a little price increase on it, too. We've been at 15 bucks since day one, so we're going to go to 20 and I think the, uh, the triple X is going to be 30 but, um, <laughs> uh, but anyway, the, um, that, that's what we have to have. I mean, like I said, we've held the price forever since the start, so I would give everybody let, let them know that. Still very reasonable yeah. compared oh, yeah. to. Yeah, compared to, I mean, going. Third it's Space fair. just had one. It was twenty dollars a bottle for them. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think that's about the going price on on special. And we do. I mean, it is expensive to do all these barrels and put them there, and it's a lot of uh, a lot of labor. It's a lot of overhead H and M for. Yeah, and it, it gets too. to a point too where it's only that price. It almost seems like it's just uh, it's not as worthy as it is, and I think it is worthy. So. Yeah, at oh, some yeah. point that beer's got to pay real estate in the brewery for sitting around for three yeah, years. Well, actually, yeah. I mean, with all the people barrel aging nowadays, has, have you seen an increase at all on barrel prices at wholesale to breweries? Yeah, the, there is. I mean, everybody's got a ton of barrels, and I, you know, I look at all the ones that the whiskey people have, and I know that I talked to the the brokers at the shows, and they say all oh, the uh, easy oak has been found, and they'll actually go out and woods and cut down an oak tree and take it out with a helicopter and stuff and to try to bring it in and and to get it cut up for barrels and and so that is a uh, harder 
No, it, it is it is going higher. Yeah, because I you know some of the real good ones you're going to get up to 160 dollars, but usually the other it's 120, 130 dollars a barrel or something like that. How many barrel brokers are there in, in the greater Milwaukee area? In Milwaukee, there's one, but you can get them nationally. There's there's several around, but we're just fortunate to have uh, the barrel broker here. He's originally from California. I think his wife met him out there, but she was a good Milwaukee lady, which meant she brought him back to Milwaukee, and so he, she took this northern uh, <laughs> California guy. That uh, and brought him back to Milwaukee here, and now he has his business up in uh, Menominee Falls, I believe, or Mequon. And, and, and yeah, he can get uh, so he's like the Midwest supplier of. So everyone's pretty high up on the, on the speed dial with him, right? Yeah, he is, <laughs> and uh, he'll be more than happy to talk to you about barrels at some time. Maybe you should have a show out there sometime, and uh, yeah, that'd be great. You, you can talk to him. Yeah, he loves his barrels. He's very knowledgeable <laughs> about it. Yeah, he's always got some mason jar of something he's poured out of some barrel or something like that. It's 130 <laughs> proof. It's not cut down where it should be yet. So. We tried some of that out at Pulpit Rock in Decorah. They called it the, the, the jar of death. <laughs> 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 it's just black and oh, so so strong. Burns all the way down. So good, yeah. One more question is, do you have any plans in the future to do any adjunct versions of the regular Black Friday? We're going to try changing some stuff up we're talking about different variations or having you know maybe a age in different barrels from the same batch is what we're, we're thinking of i don't know if we've really gotten there yet but that's that's what we're things we are are considering and i know luther's talking about that this year where uh, we're going to have different variations probably coming out in the future at least for the triple x or storing them like i like say with the with the rye that's going to be in the rye barrels right now so I think that'd be fun to, you know, it's like with the single hop. Everybody loves the single hop because they can taste, you know, what the single hop tastes like. And then so it'd be great to be aged in rye barrels or some other barrels. And I'm not sure if we do brandy or do something else, too. But um, there, there's a lot of variations you can do, and we're, we will be playing with a lot. Well, we can't wait to see what uh, what the future holds for Lakefront uh, as far as the Black Friday series and, uh, you know, as well as all the other beers. I uh, can't wait to see what the new uh, My Turn is going to be. But it looks like we are uh, we are out of beer for now until Black Friday. We will see you out there. If, uh, if you're able to get in line early, come see us. Come say hi. Uh, maybe we'll share a beer or so. And uh, it's going to be a really fun event. Look forward to it every year. But uh, for now, for me, for Alex. Jesus. Andy here. Russ, thank you for uh, having me here. It's fun. Excellent. Always fun. Every hope to see you next year here. Absolutely. Yes. We're going to make this uh, an annual thing, I think. <laughs> so this has been another solid non-fail production. No